the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The El Conservador Radio Show is sponsored by the Federation for American Immigration Reform and George Rodriguez on 930 AM, The Answer. Time for the El Conservador Radio Show with George Rodriguez. George is a constitutional conservative who loves to expose fake news and liberals. Be a part of the show. Call 210-308-8867. And now, El Conservador, George Rodriguez. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Once again, my friends, George Rodriguez, El Conservador, talking to you from San Antonio, deep in the heart of South Texas. How is everybody today on this beautiful Saturday, March 2nd, 2024? First Saturday, first weekend in March, and life is moving Time is moving so quickly, my friends. It's incredible. So, uh, welcome to the show, my friends. Thank you very, very much for joining us. Uh, let me first of all thank uh, the Federation for American Immigration Reform, FAIR, our sponsor for making the, the show possible. Uh, FAIR is the foremost uh, organization in Washington, D.C. that advocates and fights for a secure border and uh, common sense immigration. And uh, if you want to know anything about FAIR, you can go to FAIRUS.org and you can learn some more. As well as you can donate there, my friends. Donating to them is donating to us. Keeps our show alive, okay? So, welcome to the show. Let me tell you uh, a little bit about uh, who our guests are before we jump into it. Uh, We've got uh, a lot of things to talk about. First of all, my friends... Uh, for those of you that have been uh, living in a hole and didn't know, uh, but the president, uh, President Biden and former President uh, Trump uh, were both here in Texas, in San Antonio, or in the border, should I say. We're both here on the border on uh, Thursday. Uh, we had dueling uh, border policies going on. Uh, of course, the truth always wins. And uh, the facts were with uh, President uh, Trump. Uh, President Biden went down to Brownsville, uh, an area that is right now not that active uh, as far as illegal immigration goes, and um, an area that uh, uh, is uh, replete with uh, uh, nonprofit organizations that are supposedly helping the illegal aliens. Uh, helping um, illegal aliens colonize America is the way I put it. But at any rate, he was down there and he was demanding uh, that Congress do this, that Congress do that. He created the mess, but he is uh, trying to pass the buck. He was uh, down there talking about how uh, the uh, Congress won't give him money, the Congress won't give him uh, the staffing. You know, he doesn't need any of those things. Those things were in place. We had a secure border when he took over. But him and the radicals that are in his uh, in his administration dismantled everything and opened up the border, and this is what we've got. Equally important um, were, uh, was uh, a situation in Georgia where we had the murder of a, of a young lady by an illegal alien, and uh, no longer did they talk about that. Then uh, uh, within a few days, there were other uh, rapes and murders that were uh, brought to the attention of the news media committed by illegal aliens, my friends. So again, uh, Biden down there on Thursday completely ignores that subject. Uh, on the other hand, uh, President Trump was in Eagle Pass, uh, a place that has been an epicenter for uh, illegal alien crossing that has had thousands, uh, well, I will say millions since the time that um, that uh, Biden took over. And um, he stood very firm. He stood there very, very firm, stood with the governor, also standing very, very firm, talking about uh, how if the federal government is not going to do its job, then, then the state has to do its job of protecting the citizens. And um, 
It was very, very, uh, it, it was very, very telling the difference between the two. One talking about needs more money and needs more authority for something that he's broken, that he's destroyed. The other one talking about how you just have to start enforcing the law. Yes, that's what you need to do. Just start to enforce the law. So it was very, very interesting to have uh, to have them here. Um, <clears throat> let me tell you real quick who our guests are, and then I'll give you a little bit of of uh, news about what el- what else has been going on. Um, our guests are uh, Mr. D. A. King, who is uh, with the Dustin Inman Society in Georgia. He's going to be one, uh, one of our guests today, and he's going to tell us about the tragedy, the very, very sad situation of an illegal alien that had been caught twice. An illegal alien from Venezuela killing a uh, young uh, uh, student, nursing student in uh, Georgia. You're going to want to hear about that because this has really, really created some problems for the um, for the Biden administration. Uh, the number of, of illegal alien criminals that are running around. And, uh, you know, I call it defund the police meets the open border, because quite often what we've got is in sanctuary cities, the uh, police officers are not allowed to ask immigration status of uh, of criminals or suspects. And so consequently, uh, these uh, individuals get away with it. They are bonded out by the George Soros DAs who are soft on crime, and then they disappear. That's exactly what happened to those illegal aliens that committed uh, that attacked the police officers in in New York City. Um, they were arrested. They were sent. Uh, they they didn't have to post any bond. And the next thing you know, they were on uh, on buses headed for Phoenix. And uh, they were stopped. They were intercepted in Phoenix. But again, my friends, this is uh, this is the result of soft on crime liberals, not to mention uh, liberals uh, or leftists that hate America and want to uh, uh, bring in the dredges of society of the world. So um, D.A. is going to be talking to us about that awful murder. We also have Miss um, Marianne Mendoza. Marianne is a uh, is another victim of an Ill- illegal alien criminal. Uh, in her case, her son, who was a police officer in Mesa, Arizona, was killed by an illegal alien. Yep. His, her son, a young man in his prime, a police officer serving the community in Mesa, Arizona, was killed by an illegal alien. Uh, you know, when does it... Uh, we hear... Uh, I hear these liberals uh, com- completely berserk. Uh, about uh, why we are blaming these poor illegal aliens. Uh, And they claim, they have the audacity to claim that uh, crimes are being committed anyway. So I guess we're supposed to turn the other cheek, the other face, look the other way while these uh, illegal aliens commit crime. You forget, my friends, that these illegal aliens are illegally in the United States. The crime would not be committed were they not here. How about that logic? So um, that's uh, that's our, our, our second guest. Our final guest is Mr. Todd Benzman. Uh, Todd is a regular guest on it. You're going to want to hear what he's got to say, my friends, again about the situation with the Chinese at the border. It is it is dangerous, my friends. It is really really scary what is happening uh, at our border, and uh, and and the way that the Biden administration completely looks the other way and doesn't seem to care about what is going on. So uh, those are our guests. And um, let me give you some quick uh, updates on um, what is happening at the border, some news items. First of all, let me tell you that here in San Antonio, the illustrious liberal Democrat mayor that we have, uh, he is he is such a a liberal. It's not even funny. Uh, He bleeds pink. Uh, yeah, yeah, I said it. He does. He bleeds pink, uh, not red, because he's just so, he's just such a, a wimp. At any rate, um, he was, he went down to meet with uh, Biden on uh, Thursday. And uh, when he went down there, like other typical uh, Democrat liberal mayors across the country, he went down there to ask for more money. He went down there to ask Biden for 1.6 billion with a B, so that um, 
his uh, so that the city of San Antonio can continue helping, servicing, assisting illegal aliens uh, to colonize America. I, I, incredible, incredible. These people, my friends, have just crossed the border, have never paid money into our system, yet they are getting benefits. They are getting rights. They're here illegally, and they are getting benefits and rights. Explain that to me. Explain that to me. So that happened. That was going on on Thursday. Uh, on um, also on Monday, uh, there was a lot of the, there. There was that news that broke about the murder of the uh, of the of the nursing student Lake and Hope Riley in uh, uh, in Georgia by the Venezuelan that had been here in the United States. My friends, there have been more. There have been at least five more reports of illegal alien criminals raping children, raping women, murdering people since Monday. And it just goes to show how illegal alien criminals are running rampant in our communities. And we can't do anything about it. Why? Because we don't allow, first of all, because we don't allow the police to do anything. And then secondly, we've got a a ton of George Soros DAs that are uh, more interested in in protecting the criminal and the illegal alien uh, and punishing the police officers rather than in protecting the citizens. Yep. Let's go to our interviews, our first interview with a couple of ladies that I met at at an event recently. Hi, folks. Once again, George Rodriguez, El Conservador, talking to you. And uh, we're here with uh, uh, a lady, uh, a citizen named Carol. And I'm going to ask her about... um, Biden's visit to the border, as well as what our thoughts are about illegal immigration at this point. Well, I'm so glad that Mr. Biden has finally decided to go after all these years, and I hope for the sake of our country that he will do something good, although I certainly have my doubts about that. But I hope that he will see that there's a crisis and do something to end the crisis. Of course, it's perfect timing right before an election that he would try to do something good. If he doesn't, we will hope that a new person will come in and do what needs to be done. Great. Thank you very, very much. Hi, folks. Once again, George Odi is El Conservador, and we're here uh, in San Antonio at an event, and I've got Joanne here, and I'm going to ask her what her thoughts are about uh, the Biden visit to the border, to um, McAllen specifically, and uh, the overall issue of, uh, of illegal immigration. Joanne, what are your thoughts about uh, Biden visit, the president finally visiting the, uh, the, the border? Well, I don't believe he's sincere. I believe it's just uh, to help his campaign with with the upcoming election. And um, I don't appreciate that from a president of the United States. What are your thoughts about the issue of illegal immigration that we're seeing right now, uh, particularly with the murder of the young lady in in Georgia and the police getting attacked in in New York. What are your thoughts about all of this? Well, I believe we're not safe. I understand there's Hezbollah on the on near the border in Mexico, and that's they're just waiting to come and attack us. They do not. They've always called Israel the little Satan and and the United States the great Satan, and that is the truth. And they do not care for the United States. They, I don't understand why people are supporting Hamas. They're, they're two different factions, but they hate us equally. And they, there's, I understand there's 30,000 Chinese that came in. Most of them were of the age of uh, the military, and they were male, not families. And, and so that's a big concern. Where are they? Where, where are the people that have come in from Iran and uh, all the different surrounding um, Mediterranean countries that, that are against us? They, I believe they're just waiting to, to um, attack at the right time. And I, I hope that uh, a president wins, like President Trump, that would stop the border issue and keep us safe. Thank you very much, Joanne. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Rodriguez. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Once again, my friends, George Rodriguez, El Conservador, talking to you from San Antonio. And we've got our good friend, Mr. Todd Benzman, from uh, the Center for Immigration Studies. And uh, Todd's written another great article, my friends, that is very, very timely and at the same time is very disturbing uh, regarding the issue of Chinese illegal aliens coming into our country. 
Um, <clears throat> Todd, as usual, welcome to the show. Thank you for taking time to be with us. Tell us about Great this. To be here. Tell us about this uh, this uh, article you've written and the um, security peril that you see. Right. Well, it's been reported. I, I I think for people who follow the border, it's not a surprise that we've had forty four thousand Chinese nationals illegally cross the southern border since Joe Biden took office. And the rate of their entries are rapidly increasing right now, uh, with the majority of them coming through into California and Arizona in very, very large numbers at a high rate right now. Um, they are coming through uh, mainly Ecuador. Uh, and the, the issue that I raise with the Chinese about the Chinese coming through is that the PLA, the uh, armed forces of China, fields a very aggressive uh, clandestine uh, espionage uh, operations in the United States and have for many, many years. They take advantage of our legal visa systems to get students put into top-notch research institutes and cultural exchange programs and, and and all of that and and we've been busting them for the last four or five years uh, so we know a lot about their espionage and what I point out is that with this 44,000 coming through that undoubtedly undoubtedly uh, the communist party is sending spies in through that way why would they not they would be stupid not to and Chinese spy masters are not stupid and what I point out in the New York Post story is the DHS's own threat assessment for 2024 which is published now and lays out what the Chinese espionage aims are that we that the American public need to know about and those include a very aggressive AI-driven disinformation and malinformation campaigns that are designed to disrupt our 2024 national election. And more espionage at our research institutions, uh, more exfiltration of our most cutting-edge defense technology uh, from from not just the defense industry, but also academia. And last, but, but maybe most disturbingly, is uh, according to the DHS threat assessment, a campaign to physically repress dissidents inside the United States, and I mean beating them, physically beating them, intimidating them, and kidnapping them out of the country for renditions back to China. Uh, for God knows what, probably torture and death. Uh, and that these are just a few of the uh, ones that the, the, the kinds of operations that the DHS warns the public about. And I wanted to point all that out in the context of just these tens of thousands of Chinese young, uh, military-aged, smart, well-dressed, well-equipped <clears throat> Chinese coming through our southern border, uh, that this is a national security threat, chiefly because the Biden administration used to have 40 questions asked at the border of Chinese, uh, but that wasn't fast enough. So they reduced those 40 questions to just five when they cross <clears throat> in order to move them quicker into the country. And that is just a gift to Chinese espionage services. Wow. It, it, you know, instead of uh, instead of focusing on our enemies, we're helping them move quicker into the into the country. I don't understand that. I mean, if you're if you're running a spy service over there, you're just giddy with you can't even believe that your enemy is doing something like this, letting everybody in right away asking five questions if they ask any questions at all. I question whether they ask any questions, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, by by my estimation, we will one day uh, find them 
we'll find them. Eventually, we'll catch one, we'll catch somebody else, and they'll be prosecuted for espionage. And we'll find out that they've come in over the border, that they came in over the southern border during this time period. But it'll take years before we start rounding any of them up, before we start catching them. And I think by then the damage will have been grave. Yeah, It'll well, be too late. All, all we have to do is look at look at what's happening with the Venezuelans that are coming across the border, and the amount of crime that's beginning to surface. Uh, if that right, and that's, that's that's street crime. Now, remember, spies are not going to give. They're not right. going to. They're not. They're trained not to get found out. Right, so they're going to stay on the down low for a long time. Uh, they're in the country, and they're going to work their way eventually into positions with the military. There are programs where they can apply for the military and rise in the ranks and then get fast-tracked citizenship. Um, they will enter universities. Most universities don't care what your status is, um, especially the top uh, research universities will not ask about your immigration status. Uh, and it'll just be the usual thing. They're just going to take their time and work their way into positions uh, where they can spy and get stuff for their for their government. Now, during the uh, during the Trump administration, weren't several busted? Weren't several um, of these Chinese uh, students? <clears throat> a lot, a lot were busted. And I point out in the very top of the story that during the Trump administration, they mounted what's called the China initiative and that was a concerted FBI counterintelligence campaign to find these students in our research universities and bust them and the first thing that Joe Biden did when he entered was he canceled it he also canceled a program a regulation that Trump had proposed that would have instituted much more often much more frequent vetting of those students coming in on the legal visas and, uh, and, and would have capped them at, at greatly reduced numbers as well so that we have a chance to vet all of them. And so one of the first things that Biden did was he killed that regulation. And the reason he, and yeah. he killed the China initiative too, and the reason that they gave was that it, it you know, was discriminate, discriminatory or prejudice against Chinese <laughs> people. Oh my gosh! Well, everything everything they don't like is discriminatory, of course, including right. So it should be no so it should be no surprise at all, George, that they were like, "Wow, uh, forty questions we're asking of these Chinese youngsters coming in over the border, these young men and women." Uh, yeah, that takes too long. Uh, let's make it five and then move them through. Uh, this is all right in line with what they what they've done with the with the vetting on the visa programs for the Chinese students coming in. So they clearly just don't care at all about the espionage threat. It's more important to them that Chinese are able to get in uh, legally and illegally with the least amount of trouble from us. And that's a national security, a grave national security mismanagement, in my opinion. Yeah, that you know, it is very, very disturbing that the Department of Homeland Security, which was established to protect us, to provide national security, is the one that is being the most lax. Uh, I, it just is amazing to me. And it's also the the agency that released the Homeland Security Strategic uh, Threat Assessment for 2024, which is just filled with. China threats, espionage threats. It's incredible. They're not reading their own documents or certainly not heeding their own warnings. So are we looking, I mean, besides the quiet espionage that's going on, are we looking at any possible sabotage or anything of the nature like that from these people? I don't think so. I've heard a lot of theories about that and I, I don't follow that theory. I'm not a, I don't subscribe to that theory that they're infiltrating soldiers who can be, you know, triggered or activated from Beijing or something like that. I mean, it would just, it's far more valuable to the Chinese to stay underground. Yes. And yeah. do their damage underground. I mean, the second that 
somebody pops up and starts, you know, blowing up uh, power stations or something is, you know, it's the time that the jig is up. I mean, we will, you know, this country, even Biden would have no choice but to go to war against that and ruin everything. I think this is a, an espionage threat primarily. Yeah, they'll let the jihadist do that. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, tell the folks where they can follow you, buddy, and um, what else you, you might be working on. Yeah, I, do. I definitely have more uh, in the pipeline. Um, you'll see that soon if you follow me at uh, cis.org, Center for Immigration Studies.org, cis.org, toddbinsman.com, and you can sign up for my free newsletter at toddbinsman.com. Excellent. Once again, my friends, we're talking with our good friend, Mr. Todd Benzman, from the Center for Immigration Studies. Todd, keep up the good work and keep us informed. Thank you. Once again, George Rodriguez, El Conservador, talking to you from San Antonio. The Federation for American Immigration Reform, known as FAIR, fights to restore common-sense border controls and immigration policies that work for America and its future. America's immigration system and border controls have been decimated by Washington politicians and special interests, undermining the interests and security of the American people. FAIR mobilizes grassroots activists to make sure the voices of the American people are heard in Washington. Find out more about FAIR and what we do by going to FAIRUS.org. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Once again, my friends, George Rodriguez, El Conservador, talking to you from San Antonio, deep in the heart of South Texas. And we've got uh, my good friend, Miss Mary Ann Mendoza, uh, who's been on our show before, but I had to get her on again because of uh, all of the stuff that's going on with illegal alien crime. Uh, I want her to tell us her story and her thoughts about what is going on right now with the open border and what has, um, well, I mean, for the lack of better words, what uh, has uh, happened because of uh, the lax border policies by the Biden administration. Marianne, thank you for taking time to be with us. Welcome to the show. Thank you, George. All right. Let me ask you, because uh, for the benefit of our audience, um, you, uh, your son was a victim of an illegal alien. He was killed by an illegal alien. You yourself have been a victim of the, uh, of, of a border that's not secure. Now, what are your thoughts when you see the murder, for example, that happened by an illegal alien in Georgia last week, as well as the violence, particularly against police officers, since your son was a police officer, uh, the, the the violence against police officers in New York City. What are your thoughts when you see these things? It's it's very frightening, George, because you know my son was killed in 2014 by a repeat illegal criminal who had committed crimes and was allowed to stay in this country. It was a preventable death, and so I have been out talking, warning, trying to get America's attention since 2015, 2014, 15. The dangers of open borders and the dangers of unvetted illegal criminals who are allowed to stay in our country. And every victim, you know, that that another victim that's added to the to the death rolls of illegal crime is very disheartening to me because Unfortunately, Americans' attention span is very, very short. And they may listen to something that I have to say as a victim's mother, um, but it's like, oh, that poor woman, what's for dinner tomorrow? What's for dinner tonight? They don't really understand the depth of this problem. We've got Venezuelan gangs who are invading our country and are probably going to be teaming up with MS-13. These crimes, George, are going to get more and more violent it's going to become more and more prevalent in our big cities, especially sanctuary cities. And the war on cops and how local authorities don't view, like the judges and the DAs, they, they don't view this war against our police as a serious situation. Now, if you or I did something like that to a police officer, 
you can bet your bottom dollar we'd be in jail, we wouldn't be provided bail, and we would get the books slapped at us, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. So I want these people vetted at the border, which they are, they're never going to be, you know, not only criminally, but medically, because we have a measles outbreak now happening in the United States. We've got a, a big population of people at the southern border with HIV um, and and other sexual diseases. And as they come into the United States and sexually assault American women and these um, women who are being trafficked over the border are thrown in the sex trafficking, what is going to happen to the health of America? Let me ask you this. <clears throat> Let me ask you this, because <clears throat> the argument that continues to we, that we continue to hear, number one, they, the, the liberals claim that the, that they're, that uh, Americans commit much more crime than illegal aliens. That's number one. And then number two is that uh, these crimes are more out of a lack of understanding of our laws. What do you what, what do you think when you hear that? No. Okay, so the fact that Americans commit more crimes than illegals, of course, of course, the crime statistics are going to be skewed, number one, um, because they don't allow law enforcement to keep the immigration status of these people on their booking. It, it, it's against the law and, and considered racial profiling um, in many, many states. But there's obviously more Americans than there are illegals in this country. You do not import criminals into a country and call it okay. Where is the outrage that there's even illegals committing crimes against Americans? Where are these politicians? You know, I hear these Democrat politicians speaking out about these poor people. They just want a better life. You know, you're harming them. You're doing a disservice to them. When are you going to speak about what's happening to your American constituents? When have you ever heard a Democratic politician talk about the harm that's coming to American citizens? You know, that's number one. And what was the second part of your question? Well, the second one that uh, that uh, these folks are uh, are, are uh, the the crimes that they are committing are more because they don't understand our culture and our uh, laws. So the, the the true immigration process in the United States is to have these people apply for citizenship and learning English and assimilate and learn our laws and know the Constitution and get medically screened and get criminally screened. That is the true form of immigration or even for asylum. Those are the types of things that happen. And so that is not happening now. And you can't expect these people who come from third world countries where the age of consent to have sex is maybe, you know, 14 or 15 years old. And these men come over here and they don't understand. They give them driver's licenses. They can't even read a traffic sign on the side of the road to even know what they should or shouldn't be doing. And so and a lot of these NGOs, George, they're getting millions and billions of dollars and they're supposed to be helping them assimilate in some way before releasing them. And the number one um, NGO that's guilty of this is Catholic Charities. You know, when you look into their charter and what they're supposed to be doing, um, they hold them just long enough to maybe get them a night's sleep on a cot, throw them a, a change of clothes and say, where do you want to go? And in with the next one. Yep. They are more they're more worried about processing them faster, making more money than actually doing the job that the federal government hired, you know, allowed them to be an NGO to do. And and one of these situations, one of the situation in in New York, the uh these nonprofit organizations, these NGOs actually helped them leave New York City and yes. uh, they were on their way to Phoenix or they were caught in Phoenix eventually. Um, you know, that is, I mean, aiding and abetting, I think. <laughs> well, and you know, what's really interesting, I'm running for office here in Arizona for state representative, and I'm really having a problem. You know, I'm looking at legislation that's going through down there at the Capitol, and they're doing legislation for E-Verify, and they're doing legislation for this. All of these things are standing law in Arizona already. SB 1070 brought E-Verify up. Um SB 1070 was left in place, the section that says it is illegal to transport illegal criminals, illegal migrants. It is against the law to transport them in in the state of Arizona. And that includes law enforcement from transporting them. Why aren't these laws being upheld? Why aren't these bus drivers being arrested by the sheriffs? 
If the police departments won't do it, why aren't our sheriffs stepping up and arresting these bus drivers coming from the border up to Sky Harbor Airport, arresting them and impounding their vehicles? Because I guarantee you those bus drivers will no longer be applying for jobs when they see what's going to happen to them. Let me ask you real quick before we let you go. The um, uh, the shift of illegal uh, immigration has shifted from San Antonio, from from Texas over to uh, Arizona. I understand that there's lots of folks coming into the Arizona uh, in across the Arizona border now. Um, what are your thoughts? Um, it, it's been steadily increasing, and uh, Acumba, um, California, is a big hub right now. But yeah, um, down along the southern border in Arizona, George, we've we've got over three hundred miles of our southern border that is just three strands of barbed wire. That is our border security in Arizona. Wow. And so um, you're going to have all these people come across in those areas, the bad ones, the criminals that don't want to go through a port of entry and, and sign up for asylum. They get them through, bust through the wires, uh, drive through the desert. And unfortunately, Border Patrol is, is non-existent down along the highways in southern Arizona to do uh, traffic. You know, you go through the border stations and they look in the cars and question you. That is non-existent right now in southern Arizona. Wow. So, this administration has really dealt us an ugly hand and um you know we've got middle eastern terrorists coming across the border in arizona we have a huge influx of chinese um we have a huge huge amount of people coming from from senegal and um you know when they ask them where they want to go the the 80 percent of them name a sanctuary city is where they want to go <laughs> that's that's a surprise right my gosh. Right. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> the uh, I, I really, really want to thank you for taking time to be with us. Anything that you'd like to, to leave with our um, with our audience as far as what you have seen, what you have learned, and, of course, where they can uh, follow you? This this uh, invasion is real. Don't uh, don't be fooled by mainstream media that this doesn't exist. It exists. There's women and children being sla- being sold a- into slavery, modern day slavery, and the sex industry. And and if the Democrats really cared about children and women as they claim to, they would be wanting this stopped immediately. It's horrific what's going on. Um, people can follow me on Facebook. I have an Angel Families Facebook page, and I am posting criminal, you know, illegal crime on a daily basis. I have a podcast on there Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Um, which really, you know, concentrates on illegal immigration, but we do talk about other things too. So, um, you know, hopefully people will will tune in. The podcast is Cactus Conservative, just two words, Cactus Conservative, and they can actually find it on YouTube also, and it's three days a week. And, you know, I'm trying to get the word out just like you are, George. Thank you very, very much, folks. We're speaking with my good friend, Miss Marianne Mendoza, uh, in Arizona. You stay safe and keep up the fight. Thank you, George. You too. Once again, George Rodriguez, El Conservador, talking to you from San Antonio. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Once again, my friends, George Rodriguez, El Conservador, talking to you from San Antonio. Deep in the heart of South Texas, and we're talking to a good friend of mine, Mr. D.A. King, who is president of the Dustman Inman Society in uh, Georgia. And uh, I wanted to get him on, particularly with the sad situation that we've had, uh, the sad news regarding the murder of the young uh, student, uh, college student in Georgia by a Venezuelan illegal alien. And uh, DA has been fighting like crazy against illegal immigration in his state for almost 20 years. And, um, in fact, the D- Dustin Inman Society folks, Dustin Inman was a, a young man who was killed by an illegal alien. So, um, D.A., thank you for taking time to be with us. Welcome to the show, buddy. Always my pleasure, my friend, and thank you very much for having me. Uh, all right. So, tell us, tell us first of all, give us an update of what has happened with the investigation there uh, with this um, situation, with this murder uh, and uh, how are the citizens of Georgia reacting? Uh, I will. Th- let me let me say this. Uh, this is one that got by the uh, the liberal screeners in our in our Georgia media and the and now the national media because this this beautiful young college student um, 
Miss Riley is not the first person to ever be killed by an illegal alien in Georgia. But it, like I said, it, 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 it made the quote unquote the news. And now it is an issue. And I use issue in, in quotation marks because normally here in Georgia, where we have more illegal aliens than Arizona, more illegal aliens than green card holders, usually illegal immigration in Georgia is not allowed to be an issue. So the answer to your question is, the latest news is that the the alleged murderer is in fact an illegal alien who was entered illegally and then somehow paroled. And we haven't seen which exact parole system was used. It's very likely that it was an illegally applied parole system by the Biden administration. Um, the, the, the alleged killer is in the Athens Clark County Jail in Athens, Georgia, where the University of Georgia is located, and he's not likely to get out anytime soon. The background to that is that Athens Clark County um, County government was very proud to pass and advertise in 2019 a a resolution that they had voted on that broke, boasted of not cooperating with ICE in an effort to protect um, their quote unquote immigrant residents. So that's that's a short catch up. Now this situation with the um, with the I mean particularly the the um, uh, the the revelation that it, he was an illegal alien. Um, when I had first heard the um, the 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 that news, <clears throat> I posted very quickly on my uh, Facebook page and on my social media that uh, he was an illegal alien, and the media the um, social pages immediately uh, took it down. So, um, has there been this protectiveness of illegal aliens in in Georgia? <laughs> and I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because it is so sad. Yes, sir. Let me say again. Since the inauguration of our current governor, Brian Kemp, Republican from Athens, Georgia, illegal immigration in Georgia is not a politely or, or, or addressed or allowed topic. Yes, it, it is. It is a hidden topic. Let, let me let me put out a number here. Here in Georgia, I'm looking at a, a list from the Department of Corrections here in Georgia with our prison system. Right now, excuse me, as of 31 December, we have 182 illegal alien murderers in our prison system. Now, those 182 deaths did not get the media attention or probably any media attention as this one did. I want to make it clear and say it the third time. This one slipped through the, the cracks of the media screeners. I want to make it clear that the governor, Brian Kemp, his very first TV campaign ad in the primary of 2018 was a 30-second television video that explained to the to the viewer that we are going to follow uh, Donald Trump's lead, we're going to secure the border, and we're going to enforce the state ban on sanctuary cities. We have two separate laws against sanctuary policies. Right now, we have a bill pending in our state legislature, House Bill 1105, that we've been working on for several years. And what it does is it puts criminal penalties into our two existing laws against sanctuary policies. This bill may not pass here in Georgia, even now. Wow. The um, uh, Give us the number of, of incarcerated illegal aliens again. Uh, incarcerated in the state prison system, not counting the jails. Incarcerated that have ICE detainers. So that won't be the whole number. There's about 1,537. Wow, wow. Now, uh, in the state of Georgia, because here in Texas, a lot of the, um, the cities... Uh, who are run by Democrats, of course, as well as um, the counties, who are also have uh, Democrat elected sheriffs, they do not ask if the individuals are, are, they don't ask their immigration status. So therefore, we don't know if some of these characters are illegal aliens or not, uh, that, are, well, that are housed well, in, local, in local city and state and county jails. Is that the case uh, well, in, in, in Georgia? We have a law in place that I helped get passed and construct in 2006 that requires all jailers to use reasonable effort, including documents on the person of the incoming prisoner to the county jail, to determine 
immigration status, and if it's determined using the Law Enforcement Support Center, NCIC, and ICE, that they have an illegal alien in their jail, they are supposed to report it to Department of Homeland Security on the Fed side. There's no penalty. It's not enforced. It's not discussed. Most people, including legislators, don't know it's there. This bill I told you about earlier will put criminal penalties in that and a separate law. Um, let me make, let me give you another number to, in, in here. In our prison system, we have 357 child molesters who are illegal aliens with an ICE detainer. Wow. Good night. Now. Great. 100, 179 convicted illegal alien rapists with an ICE detainer. Jeez, incredible. <laughs> now, uh, are the uh, how is the Georgia uh, public, the, the the citizens, how are they reacting to this uh, to the news of this murder by this illegal alien who had partied in New York City uh, prior to coming down to Georgia and committing this crime? Uh, what uh, is there any kind of backlash against uh, Biden and the open border policy at this point? The, uh, there is a backlash, as you as you may imagine, and, and I want to make it clear. I'm sorry to be repetitive, but illegal immigration has not been allowed for for polite discussion, including in the state Republican Party and the Saturday morning breakfast. And the what, first what does Tuesday that mean? What do you mean? Meetings. Yeah, what do you mean when when you when you say polite discussion? What I mean, are, they're not discussing it at all, or what, what's going on with that? No, they're they're they're, they're really most of the, the of the mechanics of the supervisors of the Republican Party, including several county chairmen that I know of, who understand that it should be an issue. I've asked one county chairman here in the county where I live. Um, it's a huge Republican county um, organization. I said, why don't you talk about illegal immigration anymore? And the quick answer was quite accurate, because Governor Kemp does not like that topic. Wow. That is really make it clear. But he sent, you know, I'm really having a hard time wrapping my head around that because he has sent National Guardsmen to uh, to Texas. All right. So there therein lies the political trick. And people are busy and people read the headlines and they go on about their business or they will have their legislator, the state legislator, explain to them quite carefully. Here's what the issues are. Um, I don't recommend accepting that word, but that's what happens. So. Uh, what, what, what's going on is that all of a sudden somebody has been murdered by an illegal alien and it got into the news. So to answer your question on, on the public, the, there is a huge wave of outrage here right now going on. It will go away eventually. It would be replaced by, by something else. But what I started to say is every single time that illegal immigration comes up here in Georgia, the, the Kemp supporters will point to the border, the border, the border. And I'm not saying the border clearly isn't a problem, but us sending 20 National Guard troops to the border from Georgia is not going to put a penalty or gain enforcement of our two laws against sanctuary cities here in our jails in Georgia. What I'm trying to say is illegal immigration in Georgia is mostly a forbidden topic. Now, I'm changing that even as you and I speak this morning by on my Twitter page and, and Facebook. And now there are people who are in the Republican Party and active who are now calling the Capitol saying, pass that bill and do something. We were just reminded what Governor Kemp said and when he was a candidate in spring of 2018 because, quite frankly, people's political memory is extremely short. Wow. Now, um, this situation that we've got uh, do not do doesn't the uh, the governor understand that he could discourage people he could discourage illegal aliens from coming to Georgia if uh, if if he just took away benefits and rights and and whatnot and let them go elsewhere like New York or uh, or California. Um, well. And I'm not trying to be a smart aleck, but you know we already thought of that. In 2006, <laughs> we put a we put a 21 section law in place that the president of Mexico went public against in opposition. Um, in it, in it, we created a system by which we would um, require verification of lawful presence for uh, applicants for public benefits. We put in place a, a law you have to use E-Verify for public employers and their contractors. We put in place 
uh, law that says, that I just told you about, that their jailers are supposed to use reasonable effort to determine immigration status of their of their prisoners. We have put laws in place nearly every single year up until about 20, 2015. We have a, a private employer E-Verify law. None of these laws are enforced. Wow. And again, if anybody, if you tell anybody, they will accuse you of being anti-Republican or anti-Kemp. It is a mess, but I want to be clear. Now, this particular murder, this horrible, horrible story about this girl at the UGA is now producing some some opposition to the governor's intention to never mention illegal immigration in italics in Georgia. Wow. DA, we're going to need to let you go, but tell the folks where, uh, since you are the leading ba- uh, voice, you're the leading voice against illegal immigration and the border crisis in Georgia, tell the folks where they can follow you and how they can support you. I appreciate it, George. I'm, I'm on Twitter. It's D-A-K, like D-A King. It's D-A-K-D-I-S, like Dustin Inman Society. One more time. D-A-K-D-I-S on Twitter. We have a Facebook page, Dustin Inman Society. We have two websites. One of them is Immigration Politics GA.com. If people want to get the down and dirty stuff, go to the Immigration Politics GA.com. Our, our, other website is org, and I know that's a lot to remember, so let me just say the first one. On Twitter, D-A-K-D-I-S, and I'm very grateful for the time, George. You got it, buddy. We'll be following this, this story some more, so we'll be in contact with you. Once again, my friends, George Rodriguez, El Conservador, talking to you from San Antonio. We've been speaking with my good friend, Mr. D.A. King, who is uh, president of the Dustin Inman Society in Georgia. Thank you, Dustin. Uh, thank you, uh, D.A., Thank you, buddy. Once again, my friends, let me thank you all for joining us today, for supporting our show. I really want to thank uh, FAIR, the the Federation for American Immigration Reform, our sponsor. If you want to know anything about FAIR and uh, their efforts to uh, have a a pro-America first uh, immigration policy, please visit FAIRUS.org, FAIRUS.org. And uh, you can donate to them. And, of course, a donation to them is a donation to George Rodriguez El Conservador because they support and sponsor our program. So until next time, my friends, George Rodriguez El Conservador talking to you from San Antonio. The Federation for American Immigration Reform, known as FAIR, fights to restore common-sense border controls and immigration policies that work for America and its future. America's immigration system and border controls have been decimated by Washington politicians and special interests, undermining the interests and security of the American people. FAIR mobilizes grassroots activists to make sure the voices of the American people are heard in Washington. Find out more about FAIR and what we do by going to FAIRUS.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com